Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Yeah, I really don't care what they're called. And they're probably going to change it again, right? Because they're going to want to um, have to you know, be as far away from the Snyder era as possible, which means probably changing the name again. They could rebrand. Yeah, well, they could completely rebrand it too, though. They could be Washington. What something else is, and that something else could be on the helmet instead. Like they could change the color mm-hmm. scheme. They could do whatever they want. Anyway, what about like the Washington Eagles or something? Oh wait, there's an Eagles team already. <laughs> oh, that doesn't work, John. I was thinking, John's like, like, what about the Washington Texans? <laughs> well, like I, I was like, because like I wasn't thinking about other teams. I was like, oh, what's an animal? Because like we haven't talked about animals, and they're like, oh, Eagles. That's ball. like a, it's like a bald eagle, Washington, the United States. Like, and as soon as I said, I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pro Football Hall of Famer and former Buffalo Bill Andre Reed. You're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circle the Wagons podcast. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and the, your Buffalo Bills dominated the Washington commanders in dc today 37 to 3 we are going to go over this bill's victory today we're going to go over our thoughts on the game some stats of the game our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game some hot takes and as always our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our amazing followers on twitter we also have a weekly podcast giveaway so stay tuned for that but first i'm joined by my co-hosts john and mike john how you doing man Doing excellent. What a great day it is today. Offense looked great. Defense looked great. Uh, almost got the shutout if it wasn't for that cop-out field goal at the end. Um, you know, everybody's talking about the front four of, of Washington. The Bills didn't allow a single sack. Meanwhile, the Bills got nine sacks themselves. Uh, fantastic game all around. Yeah, absolutely. A great victory on your birthday, no less, John. Happy birthday, man. Jeez. Thanks. You must be in an extra good mood, right? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Mike, how's it going, man? Good. You just doxed him, man. You gonna give out his social next? Jeez. <laughs> I'll give out his address. I'll give out his children's names and their social security numbers. Whatever. Uh, it's all right. Sorry, <laughs> John. I don't think I know your mother's maiden name. Everything else, I think I know. <laughs> Could you let us know the first three letters? Is it Mulva? <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it, Dolores? It was Dolores, right? Oh, Dolores. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, my mother's name was Mulva. Don't you say that. <laughs> um, guys, this was a great game. This is going to be a fun game to recap. But as a kid, you're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. We- we'll, we'll explain it to you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're real and they're spectacular. <laughs> Um, there there was a taint (laughs) there was a taint there was a taint don't give away my uh my sweet sassy molassy play of the game it was a really good looking taint though wasn't it it was fantastic i don't know if i've ever seen a bad looking taint though if i'm really being honest with myself i don't think i've ever looked at a taint and been like that's not amazing this wasn't one you needed like sometimes you need it oh yeah sometimes this was just just extra sometimes you're craving a really good taint like you're just (laughs) you're just you're just on the ground both knees begging for a good taint like please please and this one we got it we didn't even want it we got it sometimes you're not that lucky there's there's already name for it pick six (laughs) oh john um, so going into this game, every John mentioned that earlier. He said that the defensive line for the Washington Commanders is one of the best in the league. Uh, that was one of our biggest worries heading into the game. And like John mentioned, not even an issue. The Bills' offensive line held up great. Um, Josh Allen evaded a lot of pressure, made some good plays. He wasn't amazing. He wasn't offensive AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Josh Allen, like he was last week, but still a really good game. Uh, efficient, took what the defense gave him, didn't do too much. Didn't play hero ball, didn't play, he wasn't sugar high Josh or college football Josh or whatever you want to call him. He was, let's take what the defense gives us. And uh, he did a great job. He let his players do all the work. Stephon Diggs had a great game. Um, let's talk about defense real quick. Um, defense, John mentioned a lot of pressure over there. Uh, Terrell Bernard looked fantastic. Um, I'd like to say that I was the first person on this podcast ever back Terrell Bernard, I wish you guys had also joined in on that. Um, I thought even when they didn't re-sign Tremaine Edmonds, I'm like, it doesn't matter. We got Terrell Bernard, so it doesn't matter. I hope they don't even draft anyone because they don't need it. So, um, John, what were your thoughts on on the game and uh, the Bills' offense, defense, all that stuff? I thought it was all good. Um, talk about talk about your boy Bernard because I was obviously taking your your spotlight just joking yeah i was uh, love terrell bernard ever since ever since the offseason yeah i was thinking of a retort for that but uh yeah i mean obviously came up empty yep exactly (laughs) um yeah i mean obviously we we all had linebacker on our needs somewhere but i felt more comfortable with bernard than most i think um during the offseason um, to potentially take over the starting spot. And, then, you know, you look at the last few games, I mean, he's been doing great. He's been all over the ball, you know, interception, sack, fumble recovery. I mean, it's been great. He made more impact plays today than Edmonds. How, however long Edmonds was here. Like six years. <laughs> but he's still so young. Bernard made more impact plays today than Edmonds, I would say. <laughs> In his Bills career. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because I thought I was the only person who was like, I was like, Tremaine Edmonds, who after today? Like, this was like, we had, I think we had Tremaine Edmonds for six seasons. Because five, no, four, no, five, five, because of his, the fifth year option. Or maybe they franchise him. I don't freaking remember. Anyway, he's, still, he's still only 23. Uh, so, I mean, like. <laughs> is, he even, is he even old enough to drink by now? He's been in the league for only seven seasons. It's like. It's like Tremaine Edmonds who after today, because this is what we wanted. Uh, we wanted a game like this from Tremaine Edmonds for the six seasons he was here. Like this is what, like, and I think we got one in six years. And Tre- 
Terrell Bernard has started three games and we've already gotten one from him, right? Like this is, I would take Terrell Bernard any day, at least at this point over Tremaine Edmonds. Um, and it's not even close. And John, to, to, to your credit, man, you've been banging the drum for Terrell Bernard. Now, mind you, I will say with the caveat that you had absolutely no evidence for this happening, which is why I wasn't also banging on your same drum. It right was like he was throwing a dart at a Bills <laughs> roster. <laughs> no <laughs> evidence. <laughs> I mean, Terrell Bernard didn't play middle linebacker in college. He wasn't that good when he had some time last Be- people season. People can feel free to, to listen to our podcast over the offseason. When you guys were saying, no, no, that's going to be Dorian Williams. I was like, oh, no, Dorian Williams seems more like a Milano backup. And then lo and behold, when the season started, he's the backup for Milano and Terrell Bernard starting. Yeah. Yeah, you were right. Maybe you have an in over there or something. He was Terrell Bernard was so good that he uh, he got Christian Kirksey to retire this past week off the practice. Squad. He's like, dude, he's like, it's not even worth it. I'm just going to retire. <laughs> so uh, it was I mean, it's it's fantastic to see. It's it's been really it's been really fun to think that the, these two Bill line those linebackers are playing as well as they are. <clears throat> Enough can't be said. I mentioned the offensive line just briefly earlier. Enough can't be said that offensive line or the defensive line for the Commanders is really stout. Uh, one of the biggest worries going into this game, and between Sweat, Allen, Payne, and Chase Young, um, just just a foursome just to be reckoned with. And it was just, they barely got any pressure on, on the bills today. And Josh Allen looked great. That was my biggest worry because I know when the bills play against teams with good defensive lines, like the jets or something, they just luckily none of them could take over the game. Like, like the bills defensive line could the bills defensive line. Hold on. I have, I have this stat. They had the, according to next gen stats, the bills pressured quarterback Sam Howell on 27 of 39 dropbacks, which is 69.2%, the second highest nice. pressure rate in a game. Nice, right? <laughs> the only thing it would be better if this was like 69.69%. Um, the second highest pressure rate in a game in the next-gen stats era, which is crazy. Seven different players contributed with four or more pressures and defensive tackle at Oliver paved the way with seven pressures. Like that's incredible. Dude, another thing, you know, we were, we were worried about certain things before the season. Terrell Bernard and middle linebacker was one of them. Not worried about that anymore. The other thing was, or one of the other things was Sean McDermott as the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. And he's holding the team to like an average of only allowing less than 13 points a game in his first three games. Like that's really good. And if it wasn't for some lame field goal at the end of the game, which they, why even go for it? Why not go for a touchdown? I don't know what the point is like, right? Like if, unless you're just trying to get off the field so that nobody else gets injured or something like I get it. It, it looks but. better at the end of the year. Like when they're, you're evaluating your coaches and stuff is like, Oh, they got shut out this game as opposed to they just lost. Right. Like there's, I think that's the reason. True. Dude, that is a that is a veteran move by uh, Ron Rivera. This is not his first time around. If he's making that, dude, Wall of Fame Ron Rivera for knowing that that zero looks so much worse than a three. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, let's go over. Hurry, Mike. Is there anything that you wanted to add about this game? You know, we're talking about Sam Howell. Sam Howell was like this new up and coming quarterback. I told you guys I watched the the first couple of games, and um, he didn't look great to me. He didn't look like any better than Jimmy. Jimmy uh, Garoppolo to me, he just looked like, and he's younger. This was only his fourth start or fifth start in the NFL. And 
Bills and Sean McDermott, they do very well against young quarterbacks, and they continue that streak. He had 170 yards passing today, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, just a great game. Um, they held the running back. I thought they would do a little bit better against Brian Robinson Jr. He did have 10 carries for 70 yards, no touchdowns, though. Um, the defense looked good when they needed to, um, but they got ahead so quickly that they couldn't even use the run game. The, the commanders were stuck trying to have to pass it the entire time. So. All right, let's go over stats of the game real quick. Stats of the game. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance. Well, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. Oh, I did. I forgot to mention this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago. If you're in the Western New York or Central New York area, or geez, if you're in Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, Vermont, whatever, whatever uh, state butts up to New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, I don't know, anything else. Uh, if you're in all of these areas, do yourselves a favor, take a ride down Route 90, the thruway, get off at exit 41 in Waterloo, and head on over to the Delago Resort and Casino. It's a fun time. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. The sportsbook there is tremendous. The food, the TV screens, it's an inundation of so much content at once, and it's fabulous. Like five minutes feels like, or three hours feels like five minutes there. It's, it's a blast. Um, I always say it's a hop, skip, and a jump off the off the thruway, but it's not even that. It's like literally like a hop. It's right there. It's as soon as you get off the thruway, which is nice too. You don't have to go for like 20 minutes, but um, it's right there. It's a fun time. Um, stats of the game is brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. I did a lot of these stats on the uh, the Bills. Wait, did you did you say five hours feels like three minutes? <laughs> yeah, it feel, it just goes by like that. It's just like all that fun. Just a good time. Dang. <laughs> what what would you be wake better? Wake up and you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie click <laughs> yeah would you rather have like five hours feel like 20 24 hours right like just a full day if i'm having an amazing time i want it to drag on and on <laughs> i want it to last like five years i want it to feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah adam sandler and click dude adam sandler is always plays this biggest schleppy can't dress overweight like and then he's got the hottest girlfriend <laughs> wife like just so i can suspend my i can do the suspension of disbelief just not with him <laughs> over it <laughs> what is what is it with him like you said he's not in great shape he's not particularly good looking like what i guess he's funny he's not funny he's not, <laughs> <laughs> well he's not see the the movie it's funny but he himself is not like the funny guy right like yeah mm. Yeah, that's a good what Kate Beckinsale in that movie or something. Like it was he's just like Eva Mendez, just like you know, like like ten out of ten out of ten out of ten over and over. Jennifer Aniston in a recent one, like man, yeah. So I told you that one movie, Providence is like outside Providence or whatever it was. No, that's not the movie. It's the one where Casey Affleck like that tragic movie about like his kids in the house and like how oh, yeah. how every woman that ever met Casey Affleck wanted to sleep with him. And I'm like, listen, like that's the most unbelievable part of this entire story. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get that, like, you know, it's a sad story and all these other things, these terrible things happen to him. And, you know, he, he's turned to alcohol, you know, he, he, you know, 
started fights at a bar just to get the crap kicked out of him because he felt so guilty over what happened. But like the fact that every woman alive just walked up to him and is just like, hey, how you doing? It's like, this is Casey Affleck. This ain't, this ain't Ben Affleck. <laughs> like I could understand if it was Ben. And it's just like nothing about Casey. It's like Adam Sandler, except a skinnier version. Right? <laughs> like not funny, not funny. Um, not- Manchester by the sea. Manchester by the sea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to be depressed and in a bad mood, watch that movie. <laughs> you just uh, want to find a, a wobbly table. So anyway, um, Josh Allen, 20 for 32, 218 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, James Captain Cook. James Captain Cook, by the way, our friend Ian um, over on Twitter, uh, uh, an Australian native, uh, lives in the States or Canada. I can't remember. I think it's the States. I believe it's the States. He said, I'm glad you guys call him Captain Cook. I am. We as Australians have to learn a lot about Captain Cook because he founded, I believe, Australia or New Zealand. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like it's like one of those things that's like pounded into them. He's like, so I love that you call it Captain Cook. So this one's for you, Ian. Uh, Mike's best nickname, uh, Captain Cook. Wouldn't it be better if he was an actual captain for the Bills? Oh, yeah, that would be. Just a matter of time. <laughs> what, He's what, wouldn't that be an even better nickname if Mike called it before he became a captain? Like, have we ever had a uh, like a Nostradamus like nickname where like Mike called it? Well, they'll probably have fourteen captains next year, so it's probably going to happen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at least half the team in the practice squad are captains. <laughs> Josh Allen, the second leading rusher, three rushes for 46 yards, one touchdown. He had that long 23-yard uh, rush. He looked good today on the ground. Um, slid a couple of times, right? That almost deserves a Wall of Fame mention. Josh Allen sliding. He mentioned in the press conference afterwards that he was uh, he a couple of uh, guys in the team owed him money because he was able to slide today. He probably bet him he couldn't. I like that method. Latavius Murray and Damian Harris both had five carries for 15 yards exactly. Latavius Murray with the one touchdown. Leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs. Eight receptions on 12 targets, 111 yards. Um, if you're following us on Twitter, uh, the over-under on Stephon Diggs was 70.5 yards. I said go under, uh, or go over rather, 111 yards. I did say Gabe Davis go over 42.5 yards. He only had one catch. He was the next leading receiver, one catch on four targets for 35 yards, one touchdown. He just needed one more target. Just need to actually catch one more pass, um, and he was almost there. Trent Sherfield next target. And the Bills ended up actually getting the ball to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different receivers today. So um, spreading the ball around, great. They're going to need that next week against the Dolphins. And those were stats of the game brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. Wait, a couple more stats. Sorry. Almost missed some. Almost missed some. Epinesa's interception for a touchdown. The taint marks the Bills first by defensive lineman since Aaron Schobel in 2009 um, against New England. 2009. It had been that long. Epinesa had a good game. It was the first pick six slash taint for a Bills defensive player since Matt Milano did it in week two of 2022. Can you believe that we had we didn't have a taint for almost a see almost a full year almost a full calendar year crazy Terrell Bernard is the first NFL player to record two plus sacks an interception a fumble recovery in a single game since Bears Hall of Famer linebacker Brian Erlock did her in 
uh, Brian, excuse me, Brian Urlacher did it in 2007. That's just how good. I mean, I don't remember seeing that stat for Tremaine Edmonds. It would have been like last time that someone did it was Tremaine Edmonds <laughs> and not done. I wonder how he's, how he's feeling going to Chicago. He's making a lot of money, man, but team's garbage. The team's terrible. Do you think it was a bigger mistake for Tremaine Edmonds to go to Chicago or Eric Bieniemy to lead the Chiefs? Mm. I like the Eric Bieniemy. I think he looked good up until today. <laughs> up until today, he looked. Uh, he was doing a good job. Um, I, I think they Tremaine pro- Edmonds for sure. I think it's both even. I, I I think they both made a good decision for themselves. Like Edmonds is going to take the money, right? And the Bieniemy is going to try to do well somewhere else so that he can get a head coaching spot. He's not going to get a head coaching spot in Kansas City with Andy Reid there. What do you think, Mike? I think Biennemi was in a golden spot with Mahomes and Reid. He was You don't think he would ever get a shot? He didn't. He kept not getting shots. I think it was a matter of time. I think you're, you're anywhere, <laughs> if you leave Kansas City, anywhere is a step back. I agree with that, but like he had won two Super Bowls with the Chiefs and still not getting gigs, though. I mean, how, what else do you have to do? to get an opportunity. It's like he had to strike out on his own. I agree. Like, and, and it's unfortunate. But it wasn't like to, striking out on your own would be to become a head coach on a shitty team. Whereas he, it was all essentially a lateral move, right? It was. You can say now he's a assistant to the head coach <laughs> in addition to the offensive coordinator. But eh, I don't, I think in a universe where he stayed and where he goes to the commanders under with a rookie quarterback, and Sam Howell, I think he would get a head coaching gig sooner had he stayed. I understand he hadn't to date, but I would have stayed. Howell's so, second year, but yeah. first year starter point is still valid. Oh uh, yeah, first first year starter. He only started a couple games last season mm. towards the end. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting point, Mike. Because another year doing the same thing with Kansas City is that better than one season? Now with the commanders, that's a really good point. I never thought about it like that. He, I just he, thought he, he might have been get under. It was sorry. I mean, he might have just been frustrated, right? Like he's not getting these gigs. He's like, well, you know, I'll show him I can do it with another team, right? But I don't think he can. <laughs> oh, that's... I gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect that though. You gotta respect a guy's ability to say like, I'm good enough to do that, whether he is or not. I don't know, but like, it's you gotta respect the oh, totally hubris totally of, like wanting it. to do that because how easy is it to just like stay in one spot and be like, I'm good. I don't have to do anything like that. The the Pittsburgh what, defensive coordinator for like the Steelers for like 40 years, never wanted to take a head coaching. I remember, I can't remember that older guy's name. <laughs> I just remember seeing his thing is like Dick LeBeau. Who? Dick LeBeau. Thank you. It's like 38 years with the Steelers. It's like, dude, didn't you want to ever do anything more than just be the, like, nah, I'm good, man. This is all I wanted to do. You know, like old school, just collect my pension. And I'm gone. Um, but they're not going to beat the Eagles, right? They might not beat the Cowboys. They can't beat. I was going to say Cowboys less so, but maybe they can beat the Giants. I don't know. But it's funny that Arizona. Club- I wouldn't. I, you wouldn't think people would be knocking on his door if if the Commanders are not great. But whatever. Let's go back to the Bills. Yeah. Let's. No. That's a, that's a that's a good point. That's a good question though. Um, in the effort or in this uh, game, Diggs surpassed nine thousand career receiving yards, becoming one of six active players with nine thousand plus receiving yards. Oh, I, I forgot to mention. So this is actually one of the one of those games where the defense had really good stats as well. Um, Terrell Bernard, we mentioned two sacks, one interception, one fumble recovery. Uh, 
Tredavious White had the interception today. Ed Oliver had one and a half sacks. Today, Leonard Floyd had two sacks. Greg Rousseau had a sack. Daquan Jones had one and a half sack. He looked great. A.J. Epinesa had the sack and the interception. Micah Hyde had the interception. Um, just a tremendous game from the Bills from defensive line to linebacking core to secondary. Just oh, an amazing game, which is what you would hope from a guy like Sean McDermott to game plan against a team like the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I almost said the other name. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. Wouldn't want to make that mistake. <laughs> um, so those, finally, those are stats of the game. Um, let's go into, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. After that, we're going to come back to our Sweet Sassy Molassi plays of the game, our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers, and some giveaways uh, to our listeners. Uh, so stick around. Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun, but it's the experiences that people love the most about traveling. When you get back home, that t-shirt might fade and that snow globe might break, but it's those once-in-a-lifetime memories that will last. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like architectural sightseeing, snorkeling excursions, sunset cruises, and so much more. With Viator, you can reserve everything from simple tours to thrilling adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. Whether you're a foodie, a history buff, or an adrenaline junkie, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you can have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I am your host, Nate. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. This is a fun game to discuss. The Bills going down to D.C. to dominate the Commanders, uh, whether or not being an issue. And uh, yeah, let's go right into the Sweet Sassy Molassi plays of the game. Sweet Sassy Molassi. Get out the checkbook and pay Grandma for the rubdown. John... Birthday boy, I'll give you the chance to. But dude, how how much better is it? Just think about it. Your birthday wasn't stressful at all today. This game was so easy to watch. The Bills scored first, and they never looked bad. At no point were you like, maybe when they were up sixteen nothing, you're like, man, one more score would be good. I want them to be up for, by more than two scores. But other than that, who cares, right? Yes, it was nice to have a stress free watch today. <laughs> what uh? Did you get any cool birthday gifts? Anything Bills related? Actually, I did get tickets to the um, New Year's Eve game against the Patriots. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Are you going to invite us? Are we going to be able to go with you or what? Are you just, just for your birthday? I only, that was, I only was given so many tickets. 
Well, I didn't say you had to get tickets. It just invite us. No, you, <laughs> just invite us that we could go with you. Like we should all go together. No, I think for that's sure. Say, yeah, I'm up yeah. for it. You only got so many. Well, how'd you, how many did you get? <laughs> the one for me. <laughs> <laughs> and the seven others. <laughs> that I saw. No, don't worry about it, Mike. My better. <laughs> <laughs> to you my know it makes me fly into a rage and someone says, don't worry about something. <laughs> <laughs> After I ask them a question, it's like asking your wife or significant other, just calm down. Just, just, just Mike, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it Mike's easy. Take it Mike, easy. <laughs> Mike, yeah. just, Mike, just give it a rest. Nothing, <laughs> nothing makes me see red. Someone's saying, calm down. They're there. <laughs> they're there. Well, they're probably telling you to calm down because you're already upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, somebody knows you well because you. As you always say, you love one o'clock games, and that's one of the three remaining crazy. But there's only three remaining one p.m. game. Wow! Yeah. Next week at the Dolphins, and then both New England week seven and seventeen. That's it. Oh yeah, because the, the, after the Dolphins game is the Jacksonville game in uh, London, so that's a nine thirty game. Yeah. So yeah, that's and then like five other primetime games. Jeez. Yeah. And then the playoffs. Interesting. And then the playoffs. Yep. Yep. So Mike or John, sorry, John, what's your, what's your sweet sassy molassy play of the game, man? There's a lot to pick from because um, there were a lot of good plays, but uh, I d- did really like the Epinesa uh, pick six defensive lineman getting it um, just made it that much sweeter. Um, it's great, great effort. Yeah, that's mine too. That taint was spectacular. I haven't seen a good taint like that since week two of 2022 season. Um just tremendous. You can mute yourself when you have that big of a side, John. You don't have to let the listeners in on that one. I, just I purposely unmuted. It go. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it, man. Um, there were some really good plays, though, but um, that one um, stood out to me the most. Um, the Bernard fumble recovery uh, that led to the Allen 10-yard touchdown run. like That 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 touchdown run was pretty epic, too. I think that's a, an honorable mention for me. But before I go into all my, all my honorable mentions, Mike, what was yours? For me, it was the, the Allen touchdown run because like the commanders have come back from deep deficits the last couple of games. And despite the domination, the Bills were kicking field goals, and it was still 16-0, right? Like, you just felt... Like there's the third quarter, there's no scorers um by either team, and you just that one finally okay, that's the nail in the coffin. You can rest easy. Yeah, good point. It was sixteen to nothing at halftime. The whole third quarter they didn't score, and it wasn't until the fourth quarter that they got that. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was a great run by Allen too, like untouched in the end zone. You know, what was he? What would you call that? Was he like uh gliding like a gazelle or or? or What's that called? Leaping like a gazelle into the end zone and just flip flip the ball into the air. It was it was almost like ballet. It was it was it was chef's kiss. It was beautiful. It was I'd say a unicorn. Ooh, a unicorn. Okay. Do you think he meant to hit him, hit himself in the head with a ball when he did that? <laughs> I did notice that. Be like you got to brush that off. Like everything else, everything up until that point was absolutely amazing and cool as hell. And that he does that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. You remember that back in the day? Remember guys used to spike the ball like I feel like when we were growing up, they spiked the ball like between their legs. Like it was like a big thing to like jump up and spike it, right? And then like it felt like half the time it would come back and bounce off their helmet as it bounced into the air. I'm like, nah, that was kinda lame. <laughs> That's kinda mm-hmm. <laughs> that could have been so much cooler if they didn't do that. Um 
yeah, I like that one. That was going to be my honorable mention, Mike, telling the ten yard run. And but for all the reasons that you said, it was even better. Um, no Gettysburgs of the game, or what, what do we call the the turn turn turning point of the game? Because <laughs> I believe this song is turn turn turn. I don't think it's just turn right. Correct. I should like. I should find some like uh, cover of like the music of that and dub that into the uh, so we don't have to do Gettysburg. It's like the turn, turn, turning point of the game brought to you by right. You like that better, John? Mike, mm-hmm. vote on it now. Do you like that better than the Gettysburg of the game, John? I'm indifferent. <laughs> yeah, I'm indifferent too. I guess it. Well, but then if I'm indifferent, then I guess Mike gets it because he's the only one that's for it, right? So okay, all right, Mike. Won. I'll, I'll get some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some YouTube cover of just the music. It goes do 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 do, and then just play that in the background. That way, I don't have to lose any YouTube rights to it or anything. <laughs> uh, I think you can do like ten, fifteen seconds before you get oh, you a can copyright. You? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Fourteen. Unless you're doing like three minutes, like I think <laughs> I do the whole song because <laughs> then we're talking over it too. We're ta- yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I would do. I would do like it, the background, just be the whole mm-hmm. entire. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can do it. This one, the turn, turn, turning point of the game. There isn't one. Well, <laughs> this, it was. It technically was when they kicked off to the Bills at the beginning of the game, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was exactly. It was. It was them kicking off to the Buffalo Bills. Maybe if they had received, then it would have been different. Ooh, if Washington wow. received, right? Like so. In a, in another dimension, <laughs> the Commanders win that game by rece- or receiving. Yeah, instead. probably probably not though. <laughs> 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 they're trying hard to find like what is that thing in, in rick and morty the the finite curve right <laughs> where they try to find because i didn't realize that dude i had to read up about like what that all meant and it comes to turn out like the finite curve is where all like the ricks are superior in intelligence and their other multiverses right so like this is like the the bills finite curve is everywhere where the bills are like destroy the commanders like we just find out that finite curve and we just ride it so yeah, I don't think that I don't think that necessarily happens. We should somehow come up with a Rick and Morty segment of the podcast. Sure, the Mister Meeseeks, <laughs> the Morty's, the Morty's mind blowers. Mike's favorite episode that he said he didn't remember what the hell the name was, and he gave me crap for it last week. I don't remember the names of episodes. You told me the episode. <laughs> Reading it <laughs> is different than remembering. Hey, take it easy, Mike. I remember. <laughs> Jeez. Tell us not Mike's birthday today. Anyway, <laughs> um, Wall of Fame. Let's go into Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame. Let's start off with Wall of Fame. Wall. Um, John, birthday boy, why don't you go ahead and do that one? Terrell Bernard. I, I know what it's going to be. Of course. Terrell Bernard, your boy. Your boy, Terrell Bernard. Have to. Two sacks, interception, fumble recovery. Um, play- John, now you knew... You knew you liked Terrell Bernard. At this point, would you say, I mean, Mike kind of alluded to it. Do you like him more than Tremaine Edmonds at this point with his limited sample size? It is a very tiny sample size, but it looks really good, doesn't it? It looks so good. (laughs) It looks like it almost makes it sound, it almost makes it seem like it was purposeful that they let him go in the offseason, knowing that there was still more that they wanted from that position for that amount of money. You know, like I think the Bills would have found money if they could have, because we mentioned that they basically chose Ed Oliver over Tremaine Edmonds. It's the same contract. Seems to be working out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ed Oliver playing well this season too. Um, He doesn't make my Wall of Fame, but there's an honorable mention. Mike, I'll let you go uh, next with your Wall of Fame. 
Yeah, same. Uh, Bernard just reminds you of a second Milano, just like not the physical specimen that, that people are always talking about looking for, but just has the instincts and is always around the his ball hawk, always around the ball and just makes plays, man. Not, not, and even just like the ball hawking aspect of it was like, um, he's getting in there on plays to tackling, you know, he's the round the ball. It just feels like, so it feels like an upgrade. Like it, when we went into the season, we're like, it feels like they upgrade a lot of, a lot of different positions. It's like the only ones that we didn't upgrade in is middle linebacker on paper, but that doesn't mean that we didn't necessarily. It's just on paper. We don't know. Right. And it turns out that maybe we did. Um, it's going to be a true test next week. He makes my wall of fame, obviously. Um, any honorable mentions? Because I'll give one to the offensive line for for their job today. Um, do you guys have any other wall mentions? Honorable mentions? I think it's t- we've got to start thinking of uh, a nickname for him. Oh, Terrell. Ooh, good point, mm-hmm. Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need that Jeopardy. Say Saint- <laughs> <Saint> Bernard. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. I need a double. I feel like um, Doug Marone, didn't he? Wasn't that like associated with Doug Marone? So it's kind of got a little bit of a. St. Doug? Yeah. Why was he called St. Doug again? I can't remember. Was that because he thought he was like holier than thou? I can't <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was because he thought he was amazing for going nine and seven, right? Like he just thought he was. That's all. I don't okay. remember. Nard dog. Nard dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nard dog. I love it. <laughs> Didn't Andy just go? Or how about the. Okay, go, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. I was no, going to say that. I think, the Nard... I, I think here's the winner Boner Champ. <laughs> Boner Champ? Yeah. That's the other Andy Bernard one. It's the other Andy Bernard nickname that he named himself yeah. the Boner Champ. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple for you guys to think about. I like Nard Dog a little bit better. I'm gonna be honest, I don't. <laughs> as much as I love talking about taints, I don't know if I could just call him like "There goes the boner champ." <laughs> another, <laughs> another spectacular play by the boner champ. <laughs> Do you imagine? Imagine I like find a way to text Chris Bourbon and be like, what "Hey, uh, Swami, <laughs> Swami, I got three nicknames for you." <laughs> St. <laughs> Bernard and I could just imagine him like scrolling through his I just give him each one separately scrolling through him is just like St. Bernard oh yeah I like that one I like that this is pretty good the Nard dog oh yeah a little uh, little office reference I like that one and the boner champ uh Nate <laughs> don't I love it this is a family show take this is a family show take my number back 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 <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd appreciate that one. This is a family show. That is what he said when I told him to kick, kick some ass, T Bass. Right, speaking of honorable mentions, Tally Bass had a good game kicking, three for three. One was a fifty-four yarder. Looked good today. Um, so this is the part of the episode where we're going to end it for the Buffalo Rumblings listeners. Um, if you want to follow the rest of our podcast, the Wall of Shame, some hot takes from the listeners and our reactions to those. Um. Follow us on our own podcast feed. We have one on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to your uh, Bill's podcasts. Um, we're on there. Just search Circling the Wagons, just like anything. And we have our own feed. It's growing a lot. Thank you guys so much for, for following us there and listening to all of our different episodes there. Um, so for me, John, and Mike, go Bills. This episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago, and we'll talk to you guys over on the new feed. Hey, hey. Hey!
Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. Um, well, listen, I, you, you, the whole show is called Circling the Wagons. Say no more. I love it. <laughs> Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.